we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis, mm-hmm. back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and in the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, USA. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. We got our special guest host, Lauren LaRosa. She's back. Good morning. Good morning. I'm back, y'all, and I'm not sick. I'm so happy. You're not I'm so happy. Did you take a test? How do we know you're not sick? I feel amazing. I sound amazing. I can breathe. Last time Lauren was here, she gave everybody COVID. I just wanted to. She did give everybody COVID. No, she did. At least three. No, true story. At least three people. I didn't even have COVID. Yes, she did. I tested tested negative twice. You gave somebody something. What would you have last time you was here? I I don't. I didn't know what it was. She had COVID. She gave me COVID last time. No, I didn't. You was here at work every single day. Yeah, and I and I got I found out that I had COVID. I I had a stomach ache. I, I swabbed my nose because I was just See, nervous. I didn't have all that, so I think you all got right. it when you were stuck. It in was you, room. nope. No, and you gave me that. that See, I'm them back. Throw drops. I'm back. I'm, don't try to blame me because I'm back for one day. <laughs> all it don't takes. do that. Don't do that. That's, That's right. all it takes. Lauren. Well, good morning, y'all. I'm so good happy morning. to be here. Damn, good morning. Good morning. Man, I need new candy. That's because Envy already in here lying. Man, you might be right. You stop it. Mac Mac has a couple of candles on the other side, so you can get some candles from Mac. Mac, bring me a candle so I can set the mood. Set my, you know. Well, today is Friday. We got a special 
special guest joining us this morning. Comedian Joe Coy will be joining us. Our guy Joe Coy, man. Salute to Joe Coy. He's about to, uh, he's going back out on tour, actually. And he's performing in Brooklyn on one of those dates. And that's the date I'm going to come to. Well, you know you've been saying that for, like, years, that you were going to come to a Joe Coy show and I you am. haven't yet. That's my guy, no. man. Like, I you've really been to everybody else's show. You went to go see Chris Rock a couple of times. You've seen Donnell. You've seen Dave Chappelle. Andrew but our Schultz. friend, Andrew Shells, but our friend. Those are all my friends. Everybody that comes there. all the time, you will not go to his show. I don't know what's that's, the problem with Joe Coy. That, that's not true. Joe's my guy. I just haven't had an opportunity to go see one of his shows yet. My space is so messy. Ain't it so messy, Lauren? It's yeah, always I, like that. Was, ashes all over the place? What is going on? Oh, fresh candles. Okay, now we in business, see? Ooh. You could take, grab the napkin and wipe down the palace You right. Toast. You right. Toast. You right. Hold on. Ooh, okay. Now we, mm -hmm. get, now we getting the vibe. Get the mood going on the rain. Now Friday. we getting the vibe. Man, that rain no. slowed me down this morning. Oh, my me? gosh. And it just came out of nowhere. You, the weather report yesterday. You, so you didn't prepare your outfit for the rain yesterday. You did this today. It's yeah, not a I rain fit. No, it's not a rain fit. I just oh. woke up and decided to throw a windbreak on. Mm -mm. Oh, I knew coming in. Oh, the weather told you yesterday. I don't be checking the weather. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. When we come back, Teslin Figaro will be joining us for front page news. We got a lot to discuss. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club on BET. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest co-host Lauren LaRosa with us this morning. And let's get in some front page news. Good morning, Tez. How you feeling? Good morning. I'm feeling good. Happy Friday. Good morning, DJ NV. Good morning, Lawrence. Good to see you again, beautiful. Good and morning. Charlamagne the God. Peace, Tez. Now let's mm -hmm. jump right into it. I seen this story on social media. It, it, it really pissed me off. Uh, talking about this 10-year-old that got arrested and what he got arrested for. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think anybody should feel a way about this, particularly uh, those who are parents. A 10-year-old Mississippi boy was arrested and hauled off to jail for public urination. Uh, and it looks like the officer told the young boy uh, to get back inside the car. The mother came to the situation and kind of summed it up for you uh, and asked him, you know, why did you do this? And, you know, let's just go back in the house. Uh, the officer said that, uh, told him to get back inside the car and she would just give, he, the officer would just give him a warning. But then several other cops showed up, which seems, uh, well, not seems that is over policing, in my opinion, including a, a lieutenant who said that the boy needed to be hauled off to jail. Uh, they said him urinating in the parking lot was not right. But at the same time, uh, it was handled. She handled it like a parent and she didn't understand why he needed to go to jail. Now, the son is obviously, you know, traumatized by it. NB said he started crying a little bit. Uh, he said they took me down there and got out of the truck. I didn't know what was happening. I got scared. I started shaking, thinking I was going to jail. Uh, they did not cuff him, but they did hold him in a cell and later turned him over to his mom and as you can see on social media uh, actually you know have photos of him in the police car that is so crazy could you imagine a 10 year old going on the back back of the car having to pee because we've all been there we've been there at, at adults and him getting arrested for public urination that don't sound crazy where they lock him up and send him to jail and even if they had to like because uh, what they had to, they did they book him like when they took him down to the station like was he well, actually like booked the, and processed? Well, what they did was it says that the report is saying that they held him in a cell and later turned him over to his mom. So based on the information that they gave us, 
uh, there was no booking process per se, but just, you know, seeing a 10 year old to a cell, uh, making them feel that's as if much. they're in, in jail, that that's that's enough as it is. Yeah, it sounds crazy because it's a, a 10 year old, you know, and I don't understand why it's not illegal a, a to arrest minors. Like there are charges that people get when they do things to minors. So shouldn't police be treated the same way? Like the mm-hmm. hypocrisy to be able to arrest a 10 year old. And you don't for, for peeing behind a car. You don't have to take a 10 year old to a holding cell to teach. Like if you're trying to teach him something or have a conversation with him, I think there's a different way that could have been. Handled. You know, right. in, well, I, in New Jersey, if you get caught uh, peeing outside, they can charge you with a sex crime. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, even uh, if you're drunk? What do you mean, even if you're drunk? <laughs> it don't matter if you're no, drunk. sir. <laughs> it's not an excuse Have or a justification. You've never had one of those, like, you literally yes. can't make it yes. to the bathroom sometimes. Like, All you the, have yes. to pee outside. Of course, Charlemagne has. Right, Charlemagne? Uh, You've no. never in life oh, no outside? Yeah, yeah, yeah when you, outside let, you just not have as, to make it where you adult? gotta go Not as an adult though Not as an adult really? yes, what? I, I've had before Absolutely You, nah. you drive in and all of a sudden you gotta go to the bathroom Who's gonna be honest enough to say I've sharded on myself in my 20s <laughs> But pee, pee outside I would have rather you I would have rather you took peed outside then sharded Like publicly Well shard you can't control You're just trying to pass a little gas And sometimes you get a little juice But Everybody's peed outside. Before. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely Everybody peed outside said before. Everybody said No, I didn't say that. I peed outside before. I just haven't peed outside as an adult. As an adult. What's the yeah. crime? Is it indecent exposure? Yeah, indecent exposure. Yeah. By the way, don't quote me on that. Somebody just told me that one time. When yeah, I was about, no, yeah. when I was about to pee outside, they said, "You know, if you get caught peeing outside, uh, you're gonna, <laughs> gonna charge you with a sex crime." I'm like, "For real?" <laughs> so I didn't pee outside in Jersey. Yeah, I haven't peed outside in Jersey. Well, uh, women, de- well, let me just say, women definitely do it because we're very particular about you know public mm-hmm. restrooms. And, you know, especially if you're out and you, you gotta you know, go, you gotta go. Hold on, so you particular about public restrooms, but you pee outside? But pee outside, yeah, because I'm not sitting on the toilet. I'm sitting on. The Sometimes air. it's Man. the cleanest, safest option, and you don't have to wait for in the line. You ever been in a line for the girls' bathroom? Space. Yo, crazy <laughs> part. I went to the on, on the way to the airport last week, going into Laguardia. You know, how sometimes uh, the, the the cars be backed up because it be so much traffic yep, yep, at the yep. arrivals. There was a woman sitting outside her car. And she was squatted peeing. And I'm like, I hope she don't think she's being discreet. She probably, at that point, when you don't even care if you're discreet or not, says, back me up. You have to go so bad you like, listen, they seen it before. Like, Like, we've all been there. Big mom and grandma, like they literally, that was something they taught when you were mm-hmm. going on a road trip, instead of pulling over to the to the public, um, you know, the truck stop bathroom, uh, yep. mm-hmm. grandma would just pull over, open, open up the doors, have you squat. They always had toilet tissue in the in the car. That that's like a normal thing. Yeah, but black that, women, particularly black women, we don't do public toilets. But that was the nineteen hundreds. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, there was no, no cameras. It. It's twenty twenty three and we have Casamigos and Lobos and everything else. You get you and gotta go when you gotta go. Bathrooms. Yeah, but not even that. Charlamagne, you got four daughters. Your daughters never, you never had to pull over right crash and They're hold them children. up. They're children. Well, this young man was still have to pee. Kids. I'm not, I'm well, not, the bladder gets I'm worse as you get older. Well, I thought we were talking about peeing as an adult. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I can't, I can't <laughs> tell. Y'all talking about the 10 year old. They'd be talking about the kids. I'm talking I'm about us as adults. Mine's has stemmed through generations in my life. So I don't hmm. know. Like, as a kid, when you, you there's nowhere to use the bathroom, and then your mom's right. mad because she told you to use the bathroom before y'all got in the car. Mm-hmm. Now right. that I'm older, that's how I know how to, you know, do it, be discreet, grab the doors. It's a whole thing. But I did yeah, not it's like, know. Like squad mechanisms and all of that. Women have, like, that's a very normal thing. Yeah. For wow. Women. Like, this like, is, like Tess, I feel closer to you right now. This is a universal language. You open up the door. You open up the passenger door. You open up the back door. And now you create a barricade. And you can pee all day. There's many trees I done peed on. See, I didn't think men cared about the barricade, though. Mm. Nah, all day long. Well, just for the record, all you adults, uh, 
public urination is illegal in every state in the country. <laughs> I just looked it up. Okay, I just want to throw don't that out there. there. I feel like that's systematic racism. Right, I'm just there saying. There you go. Public, <laughs> right. public urination is illegal in every state in the country. Well, we've Jesus all done Christ. it. All right. Well, that is front page news. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, call us up right now. Maybe you peed outside and you want to tell Charlemagne that you peed outside on the tree before. Ain't nothing wrong with that. First of all, or, I hate when y'all do this because I didn't say I've never peed outside. I said as an adult, my grown ass behind, my big ass When did you now. become an adult? What age? Uh, Last year. Uh, no, I'm, I'm talking about in my 30s and 40s. I ain't never did nothing like that that I can remember. Peeing outside. Well, yeah. All right, well, get it off your chest. Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello? Hello, who's this? This is Big Drake from Eden Wall in the Bronx. Big Drake oh, from the BX. Eden Wall Projects. Oh, my God. That's right. Eden Wall Projects. Charlamagne, Charlamagne, you're a damn liar. What am I lying about? I know about? for sure, because I know for sure as a 20-year-old, you pissed outside somewhere. Man, you know what's so crazy? <laughs> I specifically said in my 30s and 40s, man. I know. 30s and 40s, too. I know you did it. I've never done that in my 30s and 40s. He yelling at you. You're, you're a liar, Charlamagne. I'm you peed, in the, you peed in the staircase. Right I know. I can hear it in your voice. You peed in the staircase, brother. I don't what have, happened? I, also I said you peed in the staircase before. Yeah, I also don't have a reason I to. In I haven't been in those situations where I can't get to a bathroom. I'm not, not, not in my 30s and 40s. Uh, nah, in 20 years? How are you going to get on the radio and say you shorted yourself but you never pissed outside? Thank you. That's why you should believe Thank me. Thank you. No, I'm not going to believe that I one. I never peed outside. I said I haven't peed outside in my big adult age in my 30s and 40s. But in your big adult age, you've sharted. Definitely. I sharted yeah, in my 20s. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. All right. Thank you, Drew. Hello, who's this? Hey, what up, DJ and me? Charlemagne. Good morning, Mr. Lady. Who's hosting with them, this lady? That's Lauren. Lauren LaRosa. (laughs) Miss Lady. Good morning. Good morning. I'm calling you to get it off my chest about the urinating in public. Mm -hmm. I work for the city, so I do home visits. And so it'd be hard to find restrooms. And then when you were talking about this, when you were saying that maybe it'd be form of racism, I'm saying, like, when you go to the restrooms and be like, as soon as they see you black, they be like, oh, the restroom's closed, out of order. Why did person come in and be like, oh, let me get the keys. They just be like, oh, I'm gonna, I may order tea. But if I say, I'm gonna buy a cup of tea, I just use the restroom, they be like, you gotta pay now. Wait, you in the gas and station then, restroom? First of all, that's what no, this sounds like. like. just a restaurant. Restaurants, nail salons, beauty salons. When you're in a home visit and that pink come or you get that Fiji and then you feel the sweats and you start getting that frozen eyes looking for spots, like, oh my God. That sounds like Dookie. Where can I That's take my Dookie? You got a Dookie, boo. <laughs> you know, no, sometimes when you got to pee real bad, too, you get that antsy feeling like, oh my God, I got to find a place to cop a squat. At what That's age, at what age are, where are we in age right now? Because Charlamagne's acting like after like 30, this doesn't happen. I didn't say that. Yeah. I was young. I'm done 40, I'm 41. Okay. Oh yeah, you it's, it's loose too. You can't hold it. It's <laughs> oh not 41 and ain't as tight as it Don't let him know. call you loose. Tell him you do your kinkles. Tell him you do your kinkles. Auntie Loose Booty. 
<laughs> Thank you, Mama. You stand up there with a pull-up bar right now. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We were just having a conversation if you just joined us. This 10-year-old was arrested for peeing in public. He had to go to the bathroom. He went behind a car and peed and was arrested. And Charlemagne said he has never done it in his old age. Yeah, we're saying in my, in, BS. In my, in my 30s and 40s, I haven't we, peed outside. But also, it's, it's for reasons for that too. It's not that you know uh, I haven't I, I don't I haven't peed outside. It's also because man, I'm scared of cameras. Like we know we don't we don't we're not in the day and age where you know you can just go pee outside and nobody can see you. We you know all have I mean? the same thing, Charlemagne. And if we have to go to the bathroom, we have to go to the bathroom. That ain't true. If you got it, I, I, I got to think a little different. And your dumb ass should too, because you'll look so stupid with your little beige ass out and peeing in public. And everybody's like, damn, how the hell did DJ be peeing in public? You know what I mean? Because I couldn't find and, a bathroom. And, People understand. And, and public urination is illegal in every state. So they probably imagine having a warrant out for your arrest because you peed in public because somebody caught you on video. Well, I would have to call Attorney Benjamin Crump. I'm sure he'll help me in this situation. <laughs> Attorney Crump. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051 is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. 
we're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake, wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? DJ Envy, Charlemagne the God. Good morning. No, OG Rob. Hey, listen, listen, listen. Since we celebrated 50 years of hip-hop, right? Right, I right. I felt it was only right that I... Pay homage to the method man with a rendition of Bring the Pain. Okay. You know what I'm right, saying? So it. it's ball time. Let's get right into it. Check it. I came to bring the pain. Switch your thoughts like it's cane. Let's go inside my mental frame. Find out my gensu. Sharpening your utensils. Rep be case so you know that pen is official. My method. I move without a team. Cause cats is funny style. They switching for the crane. Check it. Watch how sick this sh- can get. Sick you need a fix. Some dope for that cold things accepted. In your range rover. Homes in foreclosure. Stutting in you fake diced out. You ain't the boss. You- Law flows get tossed to the side. You're unidentified for the cause. Of course, it's that OG plan from the stick up land. You moving reckless, they're coming for them pockets. Protect it, trust it. You don't want the ruckus, them hammers in the clutches. They're faking the moves, son, so bust it with style. I'm pulling your foul. OG, handle them quick. It's Bucktown, we toasted the click. Insane, crazy. Your crew can't fade me out your cotton picking mine. Now I got mine, I'm sweet. OG. Ooh. Damn. It's early in the morning, you going off. Charlotte, you got something you know for uh, no. <laughs> I got nothing today. <laughs> I ain't got no balls go today. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give me some balls. I, I got you. Go ahead. Thinking of a master plan. Got nothing okay. but what I got in my hand, Charlotte. 
Sweat. A selfie stick, cause you like. Sweat. I got sweat inside my hand, so I dig in my pocket. All my money is spent, so I dig deeper, but still coming up with lit. So I start my mission, leave my residence, thinking how I'ma get some dead presidents. I need money. I used to be a stick up kid, now I stick up Charlemagne every time I did. Right, I'm, a, bro, I'm a rap from the perspective of a toilet. Right? <laughs> Shorty, I'm there for you anytime you need to pee. All right. <laughs> That's all I got. One bar. Okay, one bar. One bar. Rapper from the perspective of a toilet. Shorty, I'm there for you anytime you need to pee. Okay? For real, girl, it's me in your world. Pee and me. me. Pee and me. Okay. Goodbye, OG Rob. Hey yo, y'all have a good weekend, man. Y'all catch that uh catch that video of that rendition, man, on my IG, OG Rob three hundred. Peace and bless. Hey, OG Rob, you know what you would enjoy? You yeah. would enjoy that ladies and hip hop uh special on Netflix. That was really, really dope. It's a documentary about just like the history of female rappers uh uh in hip hop on Netflix. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's real. Okay, like, okay, they, they, they go back to like they go that. back to like Shaw Rock and uh Roxanne Shante. So they were trolling in the trailer then. Oh, this very much same. so. Okay. Oh, yeah, very much so. Okay, very yeah, I got so. to check that out. Peace and blessings. Y'all appreciate y'all. Have a good Peace. weekend. You and the family. You too. You too, brother. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way, Lauren. What are we talking about? Yes, we are talking about Quavo. He dropped um, his first album since Takeoff Passing. So All right. that's we'll get into that next. Right so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NB, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our special guest host, Lauren LaRosa, with us this morning. And let's jump right into the rumors. Lauren LaRosa. So I've been here for a little bit. I've been here for a little bit. This is the rumor report. I think a lot of people will recognize the voice and the name. On the Breakfast Club. Lauren came in hot. You know, well, she, right? I, I came in telling the truth. So Quavo released an album today, New Music Friday. This is his second album, uh, solo album, but this is his first album since the passing of Takeoff. Um, the album, it's 18 songs, and all of them in some way are a tribute to Takeoff. They talk about, like, you know, Quavo just trying to heal through this. He mm. gives a shout-out to um, Offset and basically tells people to mind their business. Like, that's the family. But there's one song. Um, there's two songs. So it opens up with Fueled Up, and then it goes into Patty Cake, and people are just talking about how well Takeoff flows on Patty Cake. That was Takeoff, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That's because he's on. So Takeoff is on the album in a couple songs. So this is like one of the first. You hear his voice when he says, mm -hmm. like, do it for the family in the beginning. But this is like one of the verses that they go into. But that it made me so sad. Yeah, it is sad. That shouldn't surprise nobody, though. I mean, nah, he was Takeoff, always, he always got busy. Is, was always the best rapper in the Migos. I agree. Yeah. I, I don't think people are surprised. I think it's just. I don't know. You just get excited when yeah, you hear yeah, him. Like, yeah. them boys go in. Mm -hmm. You get excited and then you realize, like, we're, we're not going to get any more of that. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's yep. what that's where the sadness comes into play. But I do, mm -hmm. I haven't listened to uh, Rocket Power yet, but I salute Quavo because Quavo is, you know, taking what's going on in his life and putting it in the music. And I, I say right. that's what all musicians need to be doing nowadays. That's what musicians the used greatest. to do. Yep. Yeah, you right. know, nowadays it's just like everybody want to tweet about what they're going through or do interviews about what they're going through. Nah, you an artist. Put it in your music. So salute to Quavo. And he had a uh, listening party. He, like, rented out, like, a planetarium. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. I watched a video where he was talking and he was saying, like, right now I feel like a vessel. I don't even know how I'm getting through day to day. I don't know how I got through this project. Mm. But I feel like I'm a vessel right now. So I hope you guys have enjoyed the music. And when he was talking, I'm just like, wow. It's crazy how situations use you through them. But yeah. 
it, I don't know. I just I hurt for them like I know them personally. I think everybody feels that way. So and, and all of us yeah. have experienced grief in some way, shape, or form. So we understand right the various stages of grief. They always say it's five stages of grief: it's denial, it's anger, it's bargaining, it's depression, then it's acceptance, and those those go in waves throughout your life. Yep, and they got a lot of good features too. Young Thug, uh, Future. One of the songs we was listening to on the way here, I was like, this is gonna go crazy in the strip clubs in Atlanta. Like. I don't think people give the Migos as a group what they deserve, but them, you know, solo artists as well, all three of them. I, I don't think we're gonna really understand it until Migos, we have to understand it. Migos top tier. Migos been top mm-hmm. tier. They top tier. They they when you have conversations about the greatest hip hop groups of all time, you gotta put the Migos in the conversation. Yeah, that conversation. Would you say Absolutely. that the Migos are the Beatles of my generation? Of course I would, because okay. I love to piss off white people. Okay, because yes. I, when I say that, people come for <laughs> I me. Love I'm glad that. that I have some friends. That, Let's touch and agree on that. Let's touch and agree on that one. My favorite things to say. The Migos are way <laughs> better than the Beatles. Come on, who, who cares about Elton John and Sting? Who else in the Beatles? I don't think Sting was in the Beatles. Yes, uh, he was. He I, is. Elton oh. John Sting and I respect them. I don't know. I know bad and bougie. Migos. I know bad and bougie. Come on now. And I know bad and bougie do to me. Come on now. Mm-hmm. You gotta convince me. <laughs> so now also to Lizzo. Um, you know, Lizzo has been going back and forth with all these accusations. And she got some support today. She got some support from the Big Girl, Big Boy Dance crew um, who spoke out. And basically they said, you know, they're having a time of their lives on a special tour and they've been so honored to share the stage with such an amazing talent. The tour experience has been beyond special. The commitment to character and culture taking precedent over every movement and every moment has been one of the greatest lessons and blessings that we could possibly ask for. So they just want the people to know that, you know, what we are seeing on social media and in the, you know, now the courts and the accusations, they they're saying that they don't know nothing about that. Get somebody else to do it. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure Lizzo appreciates that big love, right? Like when you when you going yeah. through, yeah, when you going through Absolutely. something, you know what I mean? It's when you going through something publicly and you know people tend to back away from you and then somebody shows you public support, that's huge. Where do you think that yeah. this is going to uh, uh Lizzo's going to fall in this? Like if it's true, if it's not, if she settles, you think she shakes this and moves on? I, I don't think, think the brand is yeah, I, don't see, I don't think so. I don't see nothing. I just think she has now. to. Yeah, no, nah, I don't think it's impacting her now. They're saying that it is, and that she's lo- losing deals, which I think is crazy because you know what we lose is is she's been accused, what deal? and anybody could accuse anybody that court for of anything. Opinion, and yeah, I haven't seen her it's, lose it's, anything. It's but the, but also let's keep in mind the double standard that exists here too, though, because if Lizzo was a, if Lizzo was a man, it'd have been plenty of people backing away already. But I haven't the seen facts. I haven't seen that happen yet. The only thing that I, I like that was loud to me, and I was like, "Oh, this might get bad for her," is when they uh, there was a video and Beyonce at first skipped over her name, but then she showed her love. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, well, Lizzo might be okay then," because once Beyonce speaks, that's it. Yeah, it seems like uh, everybody knows how to be objective and fair and show grace when it is. Uh, a woman in a situation like this. I don't necessarily that's what, that's agree. What I've I don't necessarily agree. I will say though, like the way that the Jonathan Major situation exactly. started and like is going, it is definitely a difference. I expected to see a little bit more fallout. Yeah, he got but his army commercials pulled immediately. Exactly. He started hearing all these stories about movies that he wasn't going to be able to do, and people were backing away immediately. Yeah, I don't I know if seen it's, that with but I, I don't know if it's maybe because there's you know you have like the Beyonces coming out to support her, people saying you know we're sending Lizzo love. I don't know if it's that even. And celebrity in it because even, even with that, right, he's just been accused but even with that's that, all it is Lauren, he's just been accused think about how many people don't show public support to a guy that would be in this situation it's, you, you become toxic immediately I, okay so yes there is a double standard and I think it's because people don't want to be the person that like is on the other side or the wrong side mm-hmm. criticizing victims mm-hmm. but I think when it comes to women particularly black women 
people don't want to rush to be the additional oppressor against that person. So you kind of either sit back and be quiet or you show support and say, you know what, I'm going to be a, you know, maybe a vigilante, well, shouldn't right? We, wouldn't, shouldn't we be like that with everybody, though? Shouldn't we show that yes. same type of grace I, with everybody? I definitely think that you should, but that's just not the world we live in. Things are just different. Know. You know what that's I mean? That's all so, I'm saying. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. Teslin Figaro will be joining us, and then Joe Coy will be joining us. Comedian Joe Coy. All right, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Blue Beetle, the newest addition to DC Superverse, is an underdog story that follows Jaime Reyes, the first superhero in family, whether he likes it or not. Blue Beetle is playing in theaters now. Get your ticket. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club on this Friday. We got our guest co-host, Lauren LaRosa, back with us. Good morning, Lauren. Good morning. I'm back, y'all. All right, and let's get some front page news. What up, Tiz? What's going on, DJ Envy? Good morning, Lauren. Good morning, Charlemagne the God. Peace, hey. Tiz. Now, let's jump right in it. Trump supporters are crazy. They will do whatever they need to for their guy, huh? Yeah, no question about it. Uh, nobody's going to be satisfied, I guess, until everybody catches a case. That's right. Now, the names and addresses of members of the grand jury that were indicted uh, over Donald Trump and his 18 co-defendants on state racketeering charges this week uh, posted their names and information on a website uh, that features violent rhetoric. Uh, now, many of you may be wondering how this happened. Let's take a listen and talk about it on the other side. Due to a quirk in the Georgia law that when these indictments are filed, the names of the grand jurors are made public. They're available on the documents that could be accessed by anybody just the same way reporters access them. And in this case, uh, the names and in some cases associated addresses have started to pop up on some pro-Trump forums and websites. Some good government groups have flagged this. Yeah, it's so interesting to me that uh, Trump supporters do this because the reality is you can post their names and addresses, but these people can hire protection and security, but you don't have anyone protecting you from catching the charges <laughs> that come with this right. type of behavior. That's exactly it. And, and charges most definitely can come because Fulton County Sheriff's Office stated that they are now working to trace the origin of the threats. Uh, they will be working with local, state, and federal law enforcement agencies uh, were assisting. Now, you know, earlier this week we covered uh, how the judge, you know, was being threatened and how they arrested a woman in Texas for threatening the judge. Mm -hmm. uh, so real charges do come behind this. So, uh, you know, this calling for on the phone and posting stuff online and I, this is just and they gotta I, take I, it serious because you saw what happened yeah. last time the threats came the capital came down literally so yeah and right. um just a, i don't it wasn't even two weeks ago that guy who was threatening biden online and then they went yep. to his house and ended up killing him mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. so i don't know why people playing around like this over i don't understand why these people are so candidate. yeah like it is it i mean i guess it's that deep for some people but is it really that deep that you want to like you think people are just yeah, not gonna come and find you? Like you don't got families that you want to come home to? No, yeah. they're willing to I take. They're willing to. Yeah, they're willing to go all the way. It's that deep for them. See and it? so when you look at the counter and you look at the response to that, and and people that organize around other issues, they're not even this. This to them is just oh yeah, they're just online. No, these people are really serious about this, and I, I don't think it's being taken serious enough. It's not because uh, it, when when uh, the Black Lives Matter protests were happening, we were called everything. We were. Uh, when people were trying to be vigilantes, they were being heroes. We weren't. You burning down a, a business or a building, people talking about that. But now people going to start fighting back. And we can't be looked at as the bad guys. And we do because our lives are being threatened, literally. Yeah, and I will say, though, uh, uh, conservatives, they really do be ready to knock and buck. That is one thing I <laughs> yes. give MAGA supporters. That is one thing I guess conservatives. I told Taz this yesterday. Even the way that they, they, they galvanize on social media. 
You know oh yes, like, like they are like they're literally the Takashi's of politics. Like the way that they yeah. gaslight is crazy. No, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Like and they, and they, they like they it. flood they flood comment sections yes. with their yes. rhetoric. You know, yep. they, they yep. come and stand in targets. They like yeah. they're they're literally outside. So yep. I'm glad you said that, Charlamagne. I, I just want to chime in on that because uh, we have to start. One thing about the conservative movement is it is actually the minority of the country. It's not the majority of the country are either independent, in the middle, or liberal. Mm -hmm. So what conservatives have done, or at least the MAGA, let me be clear about MAGA because it's not all conservatives, but make America great again, the Trumpers. What they have done is they have come up with a very strategic plan to make sure that they're loud online. So when you have 5,000 people that are just penetrating, even our comment section over and over and over and over and over, it makes it seem like it's a bigger voice than what it is. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, people that are in the middle or, you know, may may lean more to the left, they may make a comment or they may say something, you know, and they kind of move on. But there is a very strategic method that they that they do online and offline to make sure that folks are bullied, to make sure that uh, people don't, uh, you know, express themselves fully. And it's a it's a real strategy that works. And and I don't you know, like we talked about yesterday, I, I wish more would follow a similar method on how to organize online, you know, and we organize around other things, gossip and different things going on in the community. But we right. have to get involved and make sure that our messages are also being pushed out there as well. Yeah, sometimes you got to mm -hmm. learn from your opposition instead of just criticizing yep. your opposition. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's it. All right. Yeah. Well, that is front page news. Make sure you follow Tesla Figaro on all social media platforms and subscribe to the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network hosted by Tesla Figaro. Everything we discuss during the week, she'll be breaking down in depth on her podcast. So check it out. All right. Now, when we come back, comedian Joe Coy will be joining us. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Our friend. My friend. It's my friend, too. Joe Coy, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Now, Charlemagne says he's your friend. Last time you came, Charlemagne promised that he was going to come to your show when you were coming to town. And you never show. Yeah, yeah. Well, hold on. Can I? Actually, it's every time I come on, he promises. I'm going to your taping, though. You're taping in Brooklyn. I know. Yeah, I'm taping. I'm by going the way, for that, your comedy Yeah, special. I'm just going to plug that real quick. But my Netflix special I'm shooting in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, but here's, this is what I want to do. This is <laughs> what I want to do. Because sure. I know Envy will go. Yes. Envy will go. Yes. This is just a, he's a real person. You, though... <laughs> You lie a lot, oh, and, you, and you're notorious for lying. Facts. That is facts. You're a liar. You are a liar, and everyone always says this about you, so this is what I want to do. <laughs> this is what I want to do. You ready? And I think you're going to like this okay, idea. Okay. I want to charge you for all of the shows you missed. And here's what? the thing. Here's the thing. No, but normally I give you these tickets for free, right? right Do right, I not? That's right. That's right. You've never paid. No, for, I said I no you've pay never more. paid for one thing in your life. <laughs> So I want to charge you for all the shows you missed. Oh, okay, I like okay, this. all of them. I like this idea too, and I know you have Venmo. <laughs> I know you have Venmo. So I want to charge you okay. today. When you come, I'm going to give you that money back. I like that. All right, I like that idea. I like. How that. How much is it? Yeah, it's like six thousand. No. Yeah. All the shows you missed. Six thousand for all the shows you missed. <laughs> what? That's what? I've only near. missed one. You, yeah, and it was a six thousand dollars show. <laughs> I'm coming though, and I'm happy. You got two Come specials. On. Yes. I promise you. Watch. Watch. I'm, That's I'm what he said last time. I'm Remember the same thing. He was acting just like this. Yes. Nope. Yes, it was. And I actually saw you say this yesterday on Instagram. Well, yes. I left a comment on your page and I said, can I come to the show? Yeah, he actually did. That was the first time he's done that. I'm yeah, but, coming. But you said it on the air last time that you were coming. You he said, did. I promise you, I'm coming. Something happened, though. 
Nothing. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Something happened. Nothing ever happened. Wasn't it COVID? No one's gonna have that. He's gonna show up. Because I'm getting, I'm getting swab tested right now, and it's in there. How are you feeling? You know what else I did? What you I watched Easter Sunday. On a plane ride. Come on. I sure did. This is why this now I'm falling in love with you. <laughs> now I'm falling in love with you. I did, and it was very good. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much, man. Greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. That I put a lot of life and, and love into that movie. And uh you know when you when you when you make a movie like that, it, you know, uh I have a, like a lot of responsibility, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that I, I have to give a voice to, mm-hmm. you know, including my mom and my aunt and mm-hmm. And everybody in my in my family. So it was like it was this fine line of like, okay, I want to kind of be funny and I want to be do a day in the life, but if I don't, at least seize this opportunity to give them their voice that they that they rightfully deserve on mm-hmm. the screen. Uh, I mean, that's, that's pressure, though, right? To, to have to speak for all. Yeah, you don't think so? You think it's what pressure? Well, it's not pressure. You know, I always tell people it's like. Look, I'm not doing this movie for every Filipino. I, I'm not saying this movie is about your family. Gotcha. If you want to relate to my family, that's mm-hmm. great. But this is definitely my mom, and I'm doing the best impersonation of my mom. And that was the first thing I said to Lydia. You know, I love her, the greatest, one of the greatest actors of our generation. Uh, but I, I told her, I go, it's very important that you nail this this character as my mom because. That's what my fan base knows me for is is you know my mom's voice and mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that we did uh, her justice and and she killed it Lydia killed it everybody on that in that movie killed it mm-hmm. so thank you so much for saying that how's your son doing he's great and your son I, I saw the video today yeah, and I want to cry dropped him off at school yes uh, a couple days ago. I don't know how you did that video without crying honestly because like every year for me dropping my son off at school made me sad because it was always me in my head saying he's a year away from leaving you know mm-hmm. what I mean and, and and I hated that I hated like uh, dealing with that reality as a father like oh he's he's about to leave he's mm-hmm. one year older and he's he's not gonna need dad anymore and so I saw that video and I just got got sad seeing that yeah, it was and he's grabbing that that mirror <laughs> college mirror that they get at like mm-hmm. Home Depot yeah, for like nine ninety nine. that's right they all have it and they need it it's yep. the most important thing that they pack is that's that right. mirror and I saw that mirror and I was just like oh god it just made me sad so all the parents out there first day of school was yesterday I think mm-hmm. Cherish these moments because right. just like Envy and I, uh, those moments are gone now. They're they're on their own now. Right? I got four, I got four more to do though. Oh so yeah, got, that's right. I got you four do. more. I got, I got that's four right. more. So it's four more. But. Yeah, but yeah, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You still you always remember that first day of school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm still going to tour with you and everything. Oh yeah, he's he's with me mm-hmm. nonstop, uh, and, so and cool. it's the best. It's the best. I love it. I love it so much. How does Joe Clay get two Netflix specials, and you have some comedians who can't get one? Like we have Gary Owens. He comes up here a lot. Really, I love Gary. He really is sad. He can't get it. <laughs> no, I'm talking. No, I'm talking about like, really. It upsets him. You got two more. I. You know. I, look, I, I love Gary. Me and Gary go way back. BET. You know what I mean? I still remember the day where he goes. How do you say your name? <laughs> Joe Coy. Joe Coy. Joe Coy. Joe Coy. And I, I always remember that. That, that moment between him and I, him just trying to remember my name because he was hosting Comic Field at mm-hmm. that time. To now, it's mm-hmm. like we're sharing these these venues together. And now you got to remember his name. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I always put an uh, Do you put an S at the end? Because he I, I hates that Gary, shit. No, I said that just now. It's Gary yeah. Owen. Gary, it's Gary Owen. Owens. Owen. Yeah, so always put an S on it. Uh, spell his name with an S. No, just do it. Is, to it, piss it, him is off. it Gary Owens? Okay. It's no, Gary, Gary Owen. Owen. Yeah. Owen, no S. Yeah. No S. Correct. Yeah, yeah, but we like to put several S's. Yeah. We mm -hmm. don't really give a shit about Gary. Damn, Gary. Um, <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Netflix. No, but you know what? Gary is so funny, and uh, and you know, and he's self-made too as well. Like he he produces his own shows, mm -hmm. and and I don't know if he's put cameras in the room. You know, like when they said no to me, I I, I put cameras in the room and I made it, and and I'm glad I did because now I have this beautiful relationship with Netflix. Mm -hmm. and it's like sometimes you just gotta just put a little extra in and uh, yeah I know Gary will do it do you remember it, the, the, the turn for Joe Coy like when it went from this to that and what, what that was it was it was definitely uh, it was my first Netflix special mm -hmm. it was over with I remember the minute it aired and we had our calendar for the rest of the year already out and it was already on sale but the minute that first special aired it was completely wiped out like mm. the entire year and then we were adding dates like i remember in hawaii we just had 11 shows in a row in like less than five days it was wow. just like selling out every single day and and then next thing you know we were doing multiple venues across the world like it was it was I, i've never even seen anything like that did that make you nervous at the time can i be i that did funny? you know can i be funny every show is it too i wasn't i wasn't i wasn't worried about that i was worried about like Okay, is this gonna translate now? Like, like I don't like, I, I'm in places I've never been before. Norway, like what? I, I don't, I don't get it. Mm -hmm. Like, are, are they gonna get this? Like, and mm -hmm. then I had to realize, yeah, they're gonna get it. They, they got it on the special. They're gonna get it live. But, but now you just gotta adjust and figure out what they want to hear when you get to that town. And 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 that was a process. In itself. What if you really suck? Like, what if you're really not Jesus. good on stage? Yeah, yeah. Well, and there's a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you need that palette, yeah. right? You need a palette with every single color of the rainbow. You need to, you need you need the worst comics and you need the best comics, and the, and and that's that's how people get to find out who's better than who. You know what I mean? There's there's a million podcasts and there's a million radio shows, but it looks like everyone's watching this show right here. So it's like you need mm -hmm. that palette, right? Mm -hmm. So same thing with comedy. I don't care. I see them. And I, I don't know why, but I, I let it happen, and, and you know, and, and pray. All right, well, don't move. We got more with Joe Coy. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Joe Coy. Charlamagne? Are you where you want to be, Joe Coy? Yes, and, I, and, I, and I'm, it's, I'm, I don't like saying stuff like visualize or talking to I, I hate it when people do that because i feel like when people say that they're not really doing it uh I, I think just embody that right it's like whatever you love and whatever your passion is man keep that inside you mm -hmm. and just watch you, you'll walk towards it and and i've always felt this way i i've never thought anything less than where i'm at right now like i i always like I think I did an interview like six years ago, and I uh, I was like, Kevin did arenas, which means I can do an arena. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was that easy. Mm -hmm. It was like it's not. It wasn't even a thought. It wasn't even me. Like, can I do it? It's like no. Like you, you see it. Like people are like like blueprints, man. They're they're letting the blue. They 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 lay the blueprint out for you. So it's like, there it is. He did it. So that means you can do it. Yeah, that's why I like seeing you. I do love when you come because you are so happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You Always. also feel with joy, and you can tell that you're filled with gratitude. Oh, but I feel like it'd be, it's overwhelming for you sometimes. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is. And I don't think people really uh, understand how 
overwhelming it is. Mm -hmm. But like, I just have to like also like remind myself like, man, without my fans or or you guys, like, there's mm -hmm. there's nothing. I have nothing. I'm just the funny guy at Norton Rack selling shoes. So it's like I always got to remind myself that. And I sometimes I catch myself, mm -hmm. you know, when they walk up to you. You're just trying to eat, and they want that picture and that selfie, and and, and you just gotta be like, yeah, I get it. But you know those are fans. And, yeah, and, and, I love them. And you, but, but you know I, you had a you had a real uh, public relationship, of course, oh. that was all over the place. How how was your your? your I feel like we've talked about this. No, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm asking yeah, how's yeah. his relationship now. I'm not. Oh, can I can I talk to my friend Joe Coy that I go to his like shows that. and you don't? Oh, wow, he's just buttering you. He's up to not. Ask, he's buttering you up to ask you about some. Shit you don't want to. Be is, I'm just asking how is things now. Uh, it is a setup. What he's doing. He's complete. Setup. I mean, like I because like you're trying to like also divert <laughs> the attention. Like yes, he's setting me up. But he's also reminding. I mean, and I'm going to wear Joe Coy merch. I'm going to look like a don't, super fan. Don't Watch. do this. Watch. Don't do this. Watch. I'm going to wear. I'm going to have I your shirt on. Seat your for you. Hat. Watch. You'll see. Watch. But I was going to ask. So yes. with relationships now, are you as public or not anymore? I, no. I just, I, I just want to keep it. Personal. That was my first time ever being public. And I'm in. Uh, yeah, I just, I think, yeah. You know, when you were a kid and you used to watch, you look at the Inquirer and you look at all this, and like these public relationships and pictures and mm -hmm. you're just like, at, when, you're, when, when, you're, when you're a fan, you're just like, it's interesting, but you don't understand what they're going through. You said the Inquirer? <laughs> you wonder what they're going through. <laughs> you don't. Like, you see the pictures and you're just like, you make a comment and blah, blah, you know, you say things, but it's like, dude, you don't know what they're going through. And mm -hmm. it's like, we're already public. Mm-hmm. And now we got to deal with this, and it's like it's painful, you know what I mean? Especially when you love somebody, it's just like you, you don't want to, you don't wish Aww. that on anybody. No, I'm no, I'm just saying, and that's just anyone in life. It's like you you don't wish that on anybody, and it's just like you know, I I always have a place for her, and it's just like. It was a great time, but like I wasn't talking about the old. I'm talking about new relationship. Are oh, you dating now? Dude, oh, man, man, you, you did not say it like that. I was just you saying. Definitely didn't say it. Like I was didn't say it like you're still an asshole. Do you keep it public? Uh, I said in your new relationship, do you keep it I, public? No, I don't. Want, I don't want to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. No. I so don't. are you dating now? I mean, yeah, okay. yeah. What is dating? Mean? Dating don't mean I don't, anything. I, I don't like to. I don't like to be public about it anymore. Like, I think I'm almost traumatized by it. You know yeah. what I mean? But eventually, I'll have a, a sign that says Casey's crew. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> eventually, I'll, I'll have a show that says Casey's clothes. Everybody wearing matching Magic clothes. Matching clothes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Match. Matching uh, 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 onesie pajamas. Hey, there you go. Yes. Yeah. You know, you know, when I saw you last time you was on the circuit, you did Andrew Schultz's flagrant. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you cried. Yes. Like, what was so overwhelming in that moment? Like, what was it? I think it's, it's just, like, this is, I'm, I'm 30 years in. I started in 1989, man. You know what I mean? And and I had a lot of peers. There's people on your wall, right, you know, that I, I see. Kevin, and, and yeah. it's like, we came up together like we did big shows together and you know and, and and there's other comics too that that i that that i came up with and it's just like you you see them blow up and and i was hat like i was happy but you know to to sit there and act like it didn't eat away at me or, or make you want to quit or get That's depressed natural. at times yeah. or you know you're in saint charles mm -hmm. illinois and you're seeing your peers you know crushing and mm -hmm. and and here you are just trying to like get your name out there still mm -hmm. when you know you're crushing like you know you're killing it and it's like what do i gotta do and it's like you know you can only hear no for so long but it's like you know the it's just like you can't 
ever give up mm-hmm. it's like and you gotta always be passionate about it it's like this is a passion like i love this and i realize that that i'll die doing this so sometimes it just hits you like oh i made it yeah man it, yeah, it hit yeah, yeah. it really really hit and it's just it's like and i and i love it and i and i'll never let this uh I'll never let this go. Yeah, we seen it when you, you just bought that that home in Vegas. Okay. That, I don't even know how that got out there. Damn, I didn't even see that. Let me see how much that no, costs. Let me no. look that up real quick. Take a, while, take, take a guess. I'm going to look it take up. Take a guess. I'm going to look it up. Take a guess. What? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, wow. see that? Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's not no play play. Wow, Joe Coy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got five of these chairs in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And that's just You're not relatable That's I don't even know How that got out there I was actually Extremely mad Like it's I, I don't know I've never done anything Like that I don't it's tell nice. anybody About what I own Or Congrats. what I have It's nice they, they, it's, it's nice I'm gonna be coming over For a barbecue Whenever you want Okay And you're more than Welcome to stay there Okay Envy It seems like yeah. <laughs> Damn Joe Coy <laughs> What have I ever done To you but love Everything you? I, you I've never seen Anyone enjoy the pain that you put people through. That is not true. I think it's with comedians. You, you should do a highlight Donnell, reel, Envy. Gary Envy just, Owen, and Kevin Hart. I think it's comedians. I think it's something about comedians. I don't know oh. what it is. They're funny. First of all, two things about comedians. Hilarious, but also the greatest storytellers. Comedians always have the best conversations. Oh, uh, yeah. That's true. Not you, but the other ones we've had <laughs> That was here, a setup. That, that was, was a setup. That was a setup. setup. Not you. You're I allowed to do I, that. I love Joy. I love Joe. Yeah. I love having conversations with Joe. That's yeah. Not true. I want to be friends. I love you, Joe. We are friends. I, I know. I love you too. I need your Venmo. <laughs> no, you I don't. Do, I do. I'm I do need your Venmo. Not after this purchase. No, no, no. But this is this is a deposit. <laughs> this is a deposit. I don't need. I don't need the money. You said he give it back. So what happens when you're I getting it back? Huh? You gonna send it? To, he's gonna give it back to you when I'm you actually come back to your show. The day of the show. But I gotta buy tickets for this show. No, I'm charged. No, you don't have to worry about. I have your seats available. Yo, don't lie to Just me. I'm really coming, yo. Oh my goodness, we've heard. Remember this Madison Square Garden? I remember. The, the, something happened. I cannot remember. Nothing, nothing happened. happened. Yes, you never came. No, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Something. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Nothing, nothing happened. happened. Nothing happened. You sure? Oh yeah, everyone's sure. No, it's so crazy. You went to go see Chris Rock. Mm. You went to go see Dave That's Chappelle. a good ticket, though. I, I, that, that Chris Rock. That, you went that's, to go see Kevin Hart. I get it. it. That don't count. That was all one show. But your brother Oh, right that was here. one show? Yeah, because it was Chris Rock and Kevin at the Garden. How many times have you seen Chris Rock, sir? Since when? <laughs> Since <laughs> How many times have you seen Chris Since Rock? When? Look at the smile Since on the last his face. Two years, what? three years. Well, it, it happened. That, that, that don't count. Chris Rock and uh, Kevin were one show. Dave yeah. came out on that show. Yeah. And then I was home in South Carolina, and Chris Rock and Dave... And Donnell just happened to be performing at the North Charleston Coliseum when I was home, so it made nice. sense. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, but I'm going. I'm, I'm coming to your show, Joe. That's it. I was at that Coliseum too. No, you weren't. Uh, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. You were. Yeah. That's yeah. 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 That's yeah. yeah. That's unfortunately, yes. You and, and you don't come. Oh, you mean you were there at another show? Yeah. No, I was there. Yeah, on my own. Yeah, yeah. By yeah, myself, yeah. I, I did that same. I know, but it doesn't matter. Like I was at Madison Square Garden. Foul, Charlotte. Sold out. You promised me you'd come. I go, I'm going to hold oh these tickets God. for you. Joe Coy comes every time he's in town. He comes and shows us support. He like, sends guy, us clothes. Man, this is our he checks guy. up on us to make sure we're okay. All right, well, don't move. We got more with Joe Coy. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. 
Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is she breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married yeah. at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous <laughs> of your generation yeah. that didn't have to deal yeah. with Instagram and that. Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. We create magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you 
to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NB, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Joe Coy. Charlemagne? Joe, I want to ask you what's next, but you can't talk about it. Oh, you're talking about the strike. Yeah, I, I can't. can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Oh, that's yeah. Right. Here that's right. Right. Here that's right. That's right. That's Let's right. go. That's uh, right. You know what? First, all Filipino cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's about a, a you know the uh, it's the Marcos dictatorship. It was mm-hmm. the it was the the overthrowing uh, of that government, and mm-hmm. and and it was it, you know it was it was very nonviolent, and it happened, and it was a part of history that that happened in the Philippines, and mm-hmm. and America had a, a lot to do with that whole thing. By the way, so that's it's American history, it's Filipino history, and it, it, what a great thing to have a, a Broadway musical with all Filipinos. It's the first one ever. So it's not a comedy at all? No, not at all. But it's, wow. a, it's got funny moments, but it's great. Great singers. It's it's beautiful. Uh, and, you know, yeah, I'm just I'm just happy to be on the production side of that and and, uh, and just creating more jobs and, and, and keeping doors open and, and seeing the, the smiles on their faces that that they're on Broadway, man, and, and they're representing themselves and being themselves and uh, and every everyone's coming. Whoopi Goldberg went, Spike Lee went. Uh, man, I, I can't. Stephen Corbett went. Like everyone's going, and it, and it just makes me happy that they're they're celebrating this 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 beautiful moment that that's taking place I'm on Broadway go. right now. God damn! Oh, I goodness. love Broadway. <laughs> no, I'm telling. <laughs> now he might he <laughs> might go to that I before he comes see you though. I love Broadway. Broadway and stand up on my sh- I'm going to I'm coming to see the Broadway play. Would you have attached your name to that if it was uh wasn't a Filipino cast? I mean it's just so important to me. You know what well, I mean? Like my you know, my my whole my whole existence and my identity is on my mom's side. No disrespect to my dad. Like I said, I'm I'm half white, but you know, during that divorce, I was accepted by that side. Like that's right. the side that that raised me. That's the side that I identify with when I live there. By the way, you know, divorces in the in, uh, 80s were were vicious. You know what I mean? And it was it was horrible. And I, I don't want to say they're better. I just feel like uh, the product of of divorce in the 80s. Those kids have matured. I hope. I, I know I did. I mm-hmm. learned a great deal from my 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 mom and dad's mm-hmm. mistakes. You know what I mean, and uh, and that's why my my son's mommy and I are our best friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we both we uh, she didn't see it because she had her her family still together. But I I made sure to take on that effort of like not going through the the pain that I went through, not knowing mm-hmm. my dad's side, mm-hmm. and not uh, knowing my cousins on that side, and and. Uh, I, I didn't want that with my son. I was like, that's not going to happen here. Like, we're not going to treat this divorce like my parents. I'm not, you know, when we divorce, we're not friends anymore. It's like, we're going to be the best of friends. We yeah, have yeah. a child together. I'm going to know you until we die. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we got to be best friends and and not got to be. I want to be. Mm-hmm. And, and she's great. So, and uh, like, dude, I bought her a house in front of my house. Like, she literally lives 
<laughs> like Vegas? when I when I go on the road, she in, in LA, and it's like when I go oh. on the road, she's got all the keys to my cars, my house. Like it's it's a beautiful thing, especially as a comic. My son, just you know, you know, I, I can't watch my son when I'm on the road. Boom, here's you know, I'm making sure that the the mommy is is right there, and 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 we have just that that relationship. So. How do you know that's not your soulmate? I, no, it, it's no, we're not doing that. It's just we were divorced for a reason, but we're 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 great friends, and and she's a great mom, and I'm a great dad, and together we we're, we're raising a great son. So you bought a house across the street. Yeah, that's wow. a house right right next you to mine. You balling, Joe. Yeah. You ever look out the window to see what they do? I'm like, what, what they doing? No, I don't care, man. But it's fun though, because we you know we have our dogs and. And it's fun for me to just call her and go open up the door, and the dog, we, she opens the door, and he just runs up to my house. So oh, that's so cool. I love that. I love it. And I love it when I come home, and it's like, you know, my son's not at my house. He's at his mom's house. And he's like, oh, I'll be right there, Daddy. And he comes across the street. I love it. That's I so love cool. everything about it. And every great moment that happens with me, I fire out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When I did Madison Square Garden, of course, I'm not just going to share that moment with my son. I want his mommy there as well. That's so dope. You know what I mean? When, when I was in London, and I was doing a show in London, it, it was his birthday in London, mm-hmm. and uh, of course I'm going to fly his mom out. Like this is our son, and this is his birthday, and we're going to celebrate this in London. Mm-hmm. And and anyone can do this stuff. It's right. not hard, man. Like man, is it a deal breaker if you're with a if you're involved with a, another woman and they are like intimidated by her? Done. Bye. Woo. Wow. Yeah. The minute you you give any type of uh, hate or anything on my mm-hmm. son's mommy, it's like gone. Take care. Have a nice. Have a bad day. When the last time you had to do that? <laughs> I, I haven't had to do it in, in a while. Last but year, uh, but, a but there, there was days. Situa- <laughs> what you see, man? See what he, see what he did? No. And see, you blamed it on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was being nice. No, I just said was it last year during a very publicized? No, no, no. She was actually very good. She was great. No, it's when you're in that dating process, you know, and and you're just dating. It's it's literally like the deal breaker. It's like the minute I hear something, it's like okay, bye. Do you I let them know beforehand? Like, first start dating a person, do you say, look? No, I, I don't think I should have to either. Word. I ain't gonna lie. That's how I feel. It might be kind of weird. Be like, hey, you know, yeah, weird. well, my, my, yeah. Well, yeah, my, I don't, my, I don't, my, I don't, I don't think that's weird right at all. There. I don't think it's weird at all. Oh, oh, so you think that, that someone they should mention that at the beginning? Yeah. That they live across I mean, the street from each other? I think what he, I, first of all, I think what Joe's doing is super I love it. admirable. Like, I think that's amazing. And I think, yeah, if you're dating somebody and it's, a real thing like it's not somebody you just smashing mm-hmm. like look that's my baby mother she lives right there yeah. that's my heart co-parent, I take, yeah. we take care of each other so we co-parent yeah you know. I think that'll come up naturally in a conversation yeah. and when it does I just expect it to just be like yes and, and be right. like oh yeah that's that's what you're supposed to do yeah. and then that's the reaction I want the minute I see any other kind of rea- reaction it's like oh this is only this is the biggest red flag like right. I can't go any further than yeah. this it's a pleasure to know you because I was a huge fan of Chelsea back in the day. Yeah. And you always stood out on Chelsea. Like, it's certain people that stood out on that show. Yeah. And they all went on to have great success. Yourself, Lonnie Love. Yeah. Kevin, when Kevin. he used to be on there. So yeah. it's just like, wow, dad, I, that's my guy. love him so really much, but you haven't been to a show. Yeah. I'm going to Brooklyn, bro. Okay? I'll be there. Brooklyn. November 10th and 11th. That's right. King's Theater. There you go. The most beautiful, most iconic theater well, I would say it all of New York. I mean, there's, there's, of course, the Apollo, mm-hmm. but man, that King's Theater, you guys, it, it's special. You, there's not that many uh, historical monuments mm-hmm. in this country that get protected, and Brooklyn has protected 
one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. I'm not even exaggerating because I'm shooting my special. There's a reason why I chose to shoot my why? special there. Because, man, when you walk into that room, you'll see it. You feel the energy mm-hmm. in that room. You you just see how beautiful Brooklyn is. You just see how beautiful the people of Brooklyn are. Like It's gorgeous in that theater, man. It really is. Any type of venue that I've been in, it's like you've got to buy a thousand lights and you got to buy you know mm-hmm. some type of stage prop that's you know that accents or, or makes the the venue better but this one i think all we have to do is turn the house lights on that's dope yeah, yeah. merch though you got to step your game up on the merch though bro bro you need to shut up <laughs> no i'm serious don't you don't you throw <laughs> any shade on my merch game oh no, okay okay i'm at the yeah, okay yeah. i was at the boutique i was right. gonna say bro <laughs> i was gonna say i'm buying some merch for the show buy it i am right now Get, I want you to get Envy something too. Nah, yeah, give me something. Get Envy something. We'll go matching. <laughs> oh, I am. I, I'm, I'm. I'm buying a couple things. Okay. I'm, look, I'm doing it right now. I love right. it. Yep. Which well, one? Which I, one? I've got the Mahal Kita Crew. There you go. Say Mahal Kita. Say it. Mahal Kita Crew. Mahal. Neck say it right. Mahal Kita. No. Crew neck. Hey man, listen, <laughs> listen. Okay. Can you listen? Okay. 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 Are right, you ready? Mahal. Mahal. Kita. Kita. Boom. Mahal Kita. That I'm means I right love now. you. Oh, really? Yeah. Mahal Kita. Mahal Kita. Mahal Kita, Joe. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Joe Coy. He has to go. Let's go. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Lauren LaRosa is here. And let's get to the rumors. You're ready. Lauren LaRosa. I've been here for a little bit. I've been here for a little bit. Tell us. Tell us. Made it. This is the rumor. I think a lot of people will recognize the voice and the name. Here we go. On The Breakfast Club. Lauren came in hot. You know, I, I came to tell him the truth. Now, Meek has some issues, guys, and he's asking what should he do. So he says that business people are treating him like he's mentally slow, and that's one of his biggest challenges. Sometimes he just wants to show people how he really makes people pay for trying him. He says that these business people are playing a lot of mental games with him, and the games that he says, but the games we play are too extreme for them. So what should I do? Um, and then in another, another post, he, he posted about real killers and robbers um, saying that they know that they would die if they touched them. But he's letting business people take what's mine. He says, I don't know, man. I don't really know how to handle this one, but I'm off the net. Yeah, uh, he, he shouldn't have put that on the net. Like, I understand the frustration. I understand <laughs> the anger. But that's a conversation you have uh, amongst your circle. You know what I mean? In a group chat. Because he also said yeah. that he, he's going to put... You know, at some point, he one day something's going to happen. He's going to put his life at risk to make a big statement so that this doesn't continue to rap music. They're stealing all the money and they got lawyers on their side. Well, you got to get the Meek right lawyers on your side. Social media. And he, yeah, and no, Meek needs to get off of social media because he's frustrated. And what's going to wind up happening if yeah. something does happen, they're going to try to use that against him. He needs to get off social media. We've all been through it sometimes where social media pushed this too far, but he needs to understand that social media is not real. Yeah, and, and he has to get, like Charlamagne said, a great team, whether it's a great team of, of managers accountants, attorneys, and let him fight that fight for him. He's been trying to figure this out for a while, though. That's what I'm saying. He's been trying to figure this out for a while. You got to have the right people around you. You got to get the right management, the right lawyers. And by the way, he wouldn't be the first artist uh, to put hands on the executive. Okay, we've heard. But back in y'all day, that was like. First of all, you, first of all, first of all, what you mean back in y'all day? Okay, all right. I don't like how you said that. And the now. generation that don't pee outside. No, she's right. You used to she, roll up right. in the but, labels. Throw yes. things out the windows, wait right. outside Absolutely. the radio stations and all that. Things would get broke. We, no, no. would get thrown. She's right. Yeah. But nobody really went to jail, though. It wasn't that thing. Now, people are going to go to jail for a long time. Like, you think of all the incidents that happened, whether it was uh, 
Diddy or, or or the stories we heard with with everybody else, DMX or whatever it was. Nobody went to jail. Well, that's they, because, you know they, they'll that, also cut a check. Now people are going to jail. Well, also because uh, it was uh, brothers doing that to other brothers. Do that to one of these white folks and see what happens. We don't never try. We don't never try the white folks. We know this. <laughs> like you don't ever hear the story. You ain't never heard the story about the, the, the black man doing that to a white person. You always hear that about you know a black person doing that to another black executive or going into the office of the black executive and tearing things up. You don't do that to the white executives. I think Meek is talking about the white executives. I, okay. Mm. So when I read it, I thought that too. And when I was talking this morning about like what we were going to talk about, mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, he mad at the white people. Yeah. And then I went back and read it and I'm like, he didn't even say white people. Am I just traumatized? <laughs> like literally, I was like, maybe you I need what? to you like, be right. I, I need a hug <laughs> or something. Right. Like, but yeah, so Meek, Meek is uh, putting that out there, but he said he's off the net, so. Moral of the story is that's the best place for him to be off the net. You know what I mean? Because yep. like you don't you don't want to project that anger and that frustration you're feeling online, especially when you are feeling like you know you want to do something to somebody violent. And sometimes it's rightfully so, but I think he should definitely yeah take it off the ground. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's all we got. Oh, we sorry, got. we have another one. The white people <laughs> threw me off, y'all. I'm really sitting here like, do I need to go talk to somebody? Yes, your therapist is always available. I'm sure. I gotta get a good one because I we, I stopped that a while ago. Um. So, now we want some more white people. So, the Tahoe family, am I saying our name, last name is right? The family with uh, Michael Orr. All I thought was trucks just now when you said that. That's the name? Yeah, when you said Tahoe, I was thinking the same thing. How do you say their last names? I don't know. Okay, well, the family from the blind side. Mm -hmm. um, so, there's an update. So, now, you know, their lawyers are speaking out and saying that they are going to release uh, Michael Orr from the 19-year conservative strip. Um, basically, what they're saying is at this point, there was there's no need for the conservatorship anymore. <laughs> they still love him. We they, already made the money. We they only did no this. More. They're also saying, though, that they didn't make that much money, that they made more money selling their business. I think they quoted at like $200 million that the, the father made uh, for selling like one of his businesses or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like they're they're making it seem like they don't need the money. They've always made sure that he was straight. Um, and now that, you know, he's 37 and asking for full accounting assets, they just want to make sure that whatever he's requesting that they're going to do right by him and release him and all that good stuff. I but, they, they, they've made all their money. I don't know how much they made, but clearly they made, a, a you know, a lot of money off that, yeah, off we, that we, store. We talked I mean, about this yesterday. They said 14000 They said uh, each family member made 14000 allegedly off of the movie. They right. said they really didn't make any, any money off of the movie. And as far as, uh, I guess, signing off on the brother, they said they would. Yeah, and they said that they originally did it because they were trying to make sure, because at the age that he was at, they couldn't adopt him. It mm -hmm. had to be a conservatorship so that they could make sure that he got into a good school and all that stuff. I don't know, y'all. Again, I feel like I'm a little traumatized. So my mm -hmm. opinion on their intentions here. Talk, talk, Lauren. What, what, so what's, so what's from one, one, per, one perspective is mm -hmm. my mom used to do foster care, right? So I'm always here for kids. I don't care what color, finding a good family, having that stability and that support. But on the other hand of it, to me, this just screams like they took advantage of him. Took advantage, did mm -hmm. what they wanted to do. And now that he is to the point where he's like asking questions or mm -hmm. like, we tried to do the best and oh my God, we're hands off. Yeah. At the same time though, there are reports that in his book a few years ago, he talked about the conservatorship and he remember he, he was saying recently in the legal docs that he just found out about it in like February. Mm. So I, I really don't know here. Um, I would like to just hope that people of all color can raise and adopt kids of all colors but all adoptions matter all adoptions do matter but there's always gonna mm -hmm. we instantly are thinking and I don't know maybe we're right that he was taken advantage of because he clearly was taken advantage of because he said he was taken advantage of and I believe him why do you believe him though 
Why wouldn't I why believe, believe that, brother? No. Tell me why I wouldn't believe that, I'm brother. Saying, Give it, me a if this was it, why I wouldn't Can't believe that, brother. I watched that movie and I always thought it was some shady business going on, okay? I always felt really? like they adopted that man. Really? I watched it man. and cried. Yeah, I, feel like, I, I feel like they adopted that man and that man was there to bang out the wife. That's what I feel like, okay? I always felt like it was some shady business oh, going on with that See, whole you situation. bringing up trauma from your past or something because yeah, I'm just what? letting you know. I, felt like, I always felt like it was shady business going on, so I believed that, brother. If this was a black family that had adopted him, the same story, blah, blah, blah. Would you believe that he was taking advantage? I don't know what race got to do with this. Race has a lot to do with this. I don't know what race. Has to race do with race has a lot. Yeah. The only reason why I think he was taken advantage of it, it's sad to say, is because it's a white family. I agree with you, Lauren. Oh, you just didn't want to say it. It's okay. It's all right. Uh huh. I agree with you, Lauren. See, see, see when I say Ibi, it, all they say Ibi. is there goes Charlemagne being racist again, and there goes Charlemagne being racist again. You're black. You can't be racist. I agree with you on that too, Lauren. I'm gonna say that as well. But I'm gonna say that as well too. And if y'all come for me, at me. That's right, Lauren. Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious! All right, well that is your rumor report. Y'all look crazy, Charlemagne. Who you giving that donkey to? Four after the hour. Okay, we need a Carter to come to the front of the congregation. His name is Justin C. Carter. Uh, we'd like to have a word with him, please. All right, we'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Are you someone who knows you don't have to sacrifice comfort for quality? Someone who lives large in life and in the bedroom? Then live large and now thinner with new Magnum Raw Condoms, the thinnest Magnum condom, available where condoms are sold. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed up. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Yes, Donkey of the Day for Friday, August 18th goes to a 24-year-old Georgia man named Justin C. Carter. Justin has been wanted over a probation violation in Georgia for a while. Uh, he was hiding in my beautiful home state of South Carolina. Drop on the clues bombs for South Carolina, damn it. Okay. What I would never understand about people who have warrants and then try to hide out in places is how long do you plan to hide? You do realize when you have warrants, it's a game of hide and seek that never ends. And law enforcement doesn't have to seek you because eventually you get tired of hiding. Okay, eventually you have to come out for air at some point, uh, come up for air at some point and trust and believe whatever law enforcement agency that's seeking you will be right there waiting for you. <laughs> All right, you're just prolonging the inevitable. And that's exactly what happened to Justin C. Carter. He was hiding out in South Carolina while having a warrant in Georgia. But 24-year-old Justin C. Carter is ambitious. He's a hustler. He got dreams. He wants to do things with his life, as he should at the tender age of 24. But it's going to be hard to do things with warrants over your head, right? You have to deal with that, and then you can proceed to make something of yourself. Well, at least that's how you should do things, but not when you Justin C. Carter. See, when you Justin C. Carter, sky is the limit. All right, you got the same last name as Jay-Z and Lil Wayne. What did Lil Wayne say? Uh, they don't tell me get high. And uh, what they say? They tell me don't get high and I should try to make a living. That's what it was. They tell me don't get high and I should try to make a living. Well, that's exactly what Justin C. Carter attempted to do. He attempted to make a living. See, Justin has warrants in Georgia, but either he don't know, don't show or don't care that it was a nationwide warrant. Maybe he doesn't know what nationwide actually means. Maybe he got statewide and nationwide confused. So he thought as long as it's not in Georgia, it's fine. Well, whatever the case... Even with the warrants, Justin C. Carter applied for a job. Hey, man, the architect of the Carter 1 through 5 said I should try to make a living, and that's what Justin C. Carter did. Let's go to WF. 
WFVX Box 22 for the report, please. 24-year-old Justin C. Carter applied for the police officer position through an online application while hiding in South Carolina. Authorities say that the 24-year-old fugitive came to Arkansas to verify details for the physical fitness test. After he arrived, officers say there were discrepancies in his physical appearance from his background check. After police further investigated Carter's history, they found his real identity in a nationwide warrant for his arrest from Georgia. The next day, Carter met police at the Monticello High School track to perform his fitness test. Mm. The officers allowed Carter to perform the fitness test and mm. took him into custody mm. right after he completed the test. Police said that he was wanted over a probation violation in Georgia. Wow. Mm. <sighs> Justin C. Carter applied to be a police mm. officer. <laughs> and came to Arkansas to verify mm -hmm. details for his physical fitness test. Applied to be a police officer, even though he had a nationwide warrant in Georgia. All right, this man was moving like a free man with no papers when he knew the exact opposite to be true. If you got warrants, you should be attempting to avoid police at all costs. Not only did he apply for the job as a police officer, he went down there for the physical. Justin took his crazy tail self to Monticello <laughs> High School track so he could meet the police to do his fitness test. Now, there's two ways to look at this. Justin probably thought, I'm on a track. If things get hot, I'm already running. So I can just keep running to get away from the police. But I'm telling you what police thought. Police said, no, if his stupid ass is, you know, if he's stupid enough to come down here and participate in the physical, wear his ass out. All right, they let him finish his physical, doing burpees, suicides, 40-yard dashes, all types of stuff, just to tire him out so they don't have to chase him. Let me tell you something. Justin C. Carter is another example of why I don't like dealing with humans. Okay, I was born in 1978. The humans that were born in the nine, the nine nines and 2000s, they're not the humans I grew up with. All right, too much processed food and too much synthetic drugs. Okay, I grew up off TGIF on ABC, Thursday night on NBC, and Sundays on Fox. Y'all grew up off YouTube. We are not the same. Okay, see, when I saw Vanessa get punished for going to see the wretched, I understood then that there's always consequences to my actions. Okay, Justin C. Carter out here moving like nothing is wrong because he don't think nothing is wrong. All right, having nationwide warrants, hiding out in South Carolina because of them, and then applying to be a cop in Arkansas is perfectly normal behavior for someone who's never seen Carl Winslow arrest Buddy Goodrich. All right, Carl was doing his damn job. He didn't care that Buddy was rich and famous. He, Buddy was illegally parked. He swung at Carl, and he got put in handcuffs, period. Cause and effect, consequences and repercussions, accountability. You don't have it, Justin C. Carter. Okay, you applied for a police officer position even though you know you had warrants out for your arrest. What a lack of self-awareness. I don't know why, but when I hear this story, I think about uh, that fake that fake meme, you know, from, from Magic Johnson's documentary. Remember when they, was, uh, they, they took a still image from Magic Johnson's documentary where he was discussing his HIV diagnosis and how, you know, they, they took the image of Magic getting blood drawn or something and it said it was Magic was donating blood because it was a blood shortage during COVID. Even, oh, I remember, remember that. that. And he had to make, there was a statement mm -hmm. and yeah. everything. Yeah, even though all that was fake, this feels like that if it was real. If someone with HIV AIDS was donating blood, it would feel like Justin C. Carter having warrants and applying for a job to be a police officer. May not feel right to y'all, but it feels right to me. Right now, Justin C. Carter is awaiting transportation back to Georgia, and let this be a lesson to all. Okay, it's a lesson I stress often. All right, S-K-R-E-S-S. -S. You can run. Okay, you can run away from a lot of things in your life, but you can't run away from yourself. Justin, you let Jay-Z and Lil Wayne down. Please give Justin C. Carter the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. Yeehaw. You got it.
got that look in your eye. All right. <sighs> you got that look in your eye. What is the glisten? You miss him? Nah. You want to play a game? Wait, what? Let's play a game. All right, let's play, play a game, game of Guess What Race It Is! Guess What Race It Is! I really don't want to play this I game. was thinking a whole different... Me neither. Because you nasty. Mom. Yeah, no. Well, y'all are, uh, first of all. Okay. <laughs> y'all set the precedent. I just happened to walk into the room. Justin oh, C. Carter, 24 <laughs> years old, <laughs> okay, <laughs> had warrants out for his arrest in Georgia, and they were nationwide warrants, <laughs> but he still applied for a job as a police officer. Lauren, guess what race it guess is? Guess what race it is? Gotta be Caucasian. They're the only people that would just walk to the police. Okay, I like that. Okay. No. I'm, 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 I'll let you know. Uh, Envy, Lauren, I mean, not Lauren, mm-hmm. Envy, mm-hmm. Uh, Justin, 24 mm-hmm. years old, uh, had a warrant for his arrest Justin. in Georgia for violating probation, but still applied for a job as a police officer in Arkansas. Guess what race he is? What race it is? Hmm. I really don't want to play this morning. Can I retract my answer? But Justin, okay. okay, you can. Go ahead, Justin, Amy, you go first. Okay, what what you get? I actually, wait, so me or you? You guys. Okay. I want to change it. What do you want to change it to? I feel like Justin is bonnet black. Bonnet black. Yes. Okay. Bonnet black is bonnet like. Black. So you said white at first, but you changing it to black. You yes. You can do that in 2023. You can you can you can change your idea. You can do that. <laughs> okay. So he's, 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 you think he's bonnet black now? Yes, but bonnet black is like a different type of like black. That's like no like in the Walmart with the like rolled out of bed. You don't give two. Can I say this one? On a scale of one to nigga, where did Bonnet Black land? Oh, baby. It is like God. It is like, whoo, super, super nigga. Oh, okay. Hey. Like. Hey. Envy? You going? Wow. Okay. All right. right. Okay. I need a little help, right? When I think of the name Justin, I was, I'm in between Asian and Indian when I think of Justin. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know how you got there, but No, continue. not. I don't know how you got there. So I'm trying to think. I, I don't know. All right, I'll go black. Okay, I want to say that uh, Envy is wrong. Lauren is is sort of wrong. Okay? Huh? Sort of wrong. Is this like mm-hmm. a biracial conversation? No, because <laughs> he's not black. He's a nigga. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so it's a difference. I need y'all to know this. I knew that. Explain okay. it. It's, it's like the, it's Bonnie Black. Right. Justin. You really don't need no explanation. Bro. <laughs> You definitely don't need no bonnet. All, all right. Well, thank you, Charlamagne, for that. We all know today. the difference. Okay? Yeah. We all know the difference. All right. All right. Well, when we come back, it's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky 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 Friday. It's Freaky Freaky Friday. Oh, Lord. And the Freaky 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 Friday question comes from our producer, who is the uh, president, overweight. The president of he the said, Fat Lives Matter Committee. Okay? His words, not yeah. ours. So he... Don't do us like Lizzo. He was talking behind the scenes. <laughs> You've been going in on Lizzo today. <laughs> no, you, I said don't do us like Lizzo. You want, they're going to say I'm shaming our, our, our guy, that is our this, fat worker. This you standing he up for this. black men going at Lizzo today? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. But no, he calls himself the president well, of the Fat Lives Matter Committee. And if y'all could see him. He does. And know who he was, y'all would understand. You would know why. You know? I'm going to go to their right. parties. He plays great well, music. He does. Hmm. But anyway, we were talking about our overweight producer and said he sent a, a picture of himself naked to his girlfriend. Wait, would you make that his lower third? That is so messed up. <laughs> but he did say this. And, he uh, said he sent the nude to his girlfriend. Yeah, he said, right. And he didn't get the reaction he wanted. She replied back so with the green emoji the- that make, that somebody looked like they were about to puke. 
That's what he said she replied back with, which no. is kind of crazy because right. that is his girlfriend. So so, she so said, we're asking 800-585-1051, what's the worst reaction you got to a naked picture you sent? That is the question. 800-585-1051. He just hit me and says, nah, I'm never sending them one again. So we're asking, not. what is the worst reaction you got from sending a sexy or naked pic to somebody? Let's discuss. Man. It's Freaky 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 Friday. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Lord. The Breakfast Club. It's Freaky Friday. It's Freaky Friday. It's Freaky. Call in now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest co-host, Laura LaRosa, with us this morning. Busting and it's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday. Freaky, Freaky Friday. Part of the and show the Freaky, I judge Freaky Friday question comes from our producer. Now, uh, our producer is a little overweight. A little. Now, th- listen, I don't want nobody to think that we shaming... <laughs> Uh, we're, we're shaming our co-workers the way Lizzo is being accused of shaming her co-workers. Lizzo again. Okay? We're not, I'm just saying, <laughs> we're not doing that. He calls himself the president of the Fat Lives Matter Committee and his name, Facts. his name also reflects the fact he's overweight. We're just not allowed to put him on camera now. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't have any cameras big enough yet. But as soon as we oh, get... <laughs> now nah, we need a wider shot. We need a wider That's shot. That's messed up. We need. A, you see him. You see him. But he said oh he sent a, a nude picture to his girlfriend, and his girlfriend sent back the the emoji that when you think something is disgusting, when it's green and like the mouth is like blown Damn. up with air in it. That's messed up because she's seen you in person, mm. nude. So, well, maybe she felt like that in person too. But it's different when you see a picture. How are y'all in a relationship then? Maybe she closes her eyes. No. <laughs> Yo. No. So let's open up the phone. She worked at the radio station. He ain't got that much money for her to close her <laughs> close her eyes. 800-585-1051. Let's start with you, Lauren. Has this happened to you? I've never gotten a response to a pic that was bad, but the fact that I sent it in the person... So, this is when I was in my, like, I cheat back days. Uh-oh. I had sent a nude to somebody. It was a great one. And then the person I was with at the time found out that I sent the nude. His response wasn't the best. You think, Lauren? Yeah. You it was think. It was pretty bad. <laughs> you think? But other than that, I've never had a bad experience in news. I always... I, I, I take pride in what I send just in case they ever hit the internet. Like you talk about this so nonchalantly. That's that's your that's your generation. That's your yeah, era. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. it's the, the truth of the matter is like with the internet, anything can make it anywhere. So when you send it, you got to know what you send it. So I'm always making sure the material is like a one. Why send it? Like, don't you realize uh, nudes can come back to haunt you in life? Mine's won't. That's what I'm telling you. Mm. My nudes, you could publish them in a book of art. You know what? I also believe that in this era that we're in, I don't think like jobs and stuff will hold that against people anymore just because it's become so norm. But also, too, if you publicly right. post my nude, that you're a criminal at that point. That is like... It's not mine to post? No, I mean, it depends on how you're posting no. it. If, if you send it to me? If, if you, if so, say, for instance, if like you and your person separate and you post it out of spite oh, and you're upset. Yeah, 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 that's revenge. Yeah, 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 I could get a lawyer. Play me if you want to, no matter how good they look. Okay, so what if I post it and say, look at this work of art. I'm going to miss her. You know what I mean? We're not together no more, but man, I'm going to miss her. Doesn't my reaction to it matter? Like if I say, I'd, he, we talked about this not ever supposed to be posted. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, get that. I mean, I'm not really tripping because, like I said, I make sure, and I think most girls make sure that what you're sending is quality work and piece of art. If not, you don't know what you're doing. 
You can well, let's go to the phone lines. Yeah, because there's, no there's no need for me and Envy to answer this nope. question because I was born in 1978. We were born in the 1900s. You don't before. do that in your marriage? But no, all away from why? Each other? <laughs> we for what? I FaceTime. Oh, I don't even do that. Okay, all right. Envy FaceTime, said, live and in action. I don't even That's do right. that. What? <laughs> like we we grew up in a time where we didn't have those kind of devices. You saw what you saw, and you saw it when you saw it. Okay. You see, you see this right here? That sticky fingers last night, me and the wife. Oh, but let's go to the phone line. <laughs> Hello, who's this? I'm calling HR. I didn't need that. No, no, no. We, me all Lauren didn't need. That. You want you want father suit? Lauren? I watched you be traumatized. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Carl. That was disgusting, man. Why would he do that, Lauren? What's I don't know. Up, it hit you differently, too. Lord have mercy. <laughs> he was a little jealous, right, I think Lauren? so. I think so. I'm sorry, sir. How how, how are you, sir? I'm disgusted. <laughs> oh, good. I feel All like, I feel like our producer's well. girlfriend. I'm blessed, brother. <laughs> All right. What's up, brother? So I had a situation where uh, I had a side chick for a little while, and uh, she basically asked me for a nude one day, so I sent her the nude, and I'm a pretty skinny dude. And she, uh, she replied with the weirdest thing ever. She goes... My mom said that the only reason why your personality is so big is because you're skinny. <laughs> what? Oh. Can, I, can I ask you a so question? I, I, I was, uh, what's up? You're, you're Caucasian, right? Nah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, can I ask you I'm a question? Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Okay, salute all. I knew you weren't black because you said that you had a side chick and black men don't cheat. Okay, we'll continue. Oh, what? <laughs> uh, okay. What the? Continue. I, was, I just, when I'm right to say I'm right, I was right. When I'm right, I'm right. On what? It's always going to be my response. But can I ask you a question? When she was saying that, was she saying that everything she saw in the photo was skinny? That's why she went to your personality? Well, no, no. What she said was, she goes, my mom said that the only reason why you're so big is because it's an optical illusion. Talking about your penis? Yeah, bruh. Okay, okay, because you said personality at first. Yeah, yeah, yep. You well, I, I don't know if y'all, you know, so why you know ain't... what words are accepted on the... Uh... So what you were supposed to do is try your mama. What? Because clearly she showed well, no, mom. I went back to the house the next day and I took care of her mom. <gasps> In real life? Is this a lie? I explained to her, I explained to her the situation. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is a lie. Goodbye, sir. See, black men, Puerto Rican men cheat. They lie. You hear this? <laughs> Yeah, Puerto Ricans, y'all need better representation this morning. You the one that led them to the mom, <laughs> black man. Hello. <laughs> Hello, who's this? What is RJ. Hey, RJ, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, hey, yep. Charlemagne. Peace, RJ. How are you, queen? I am blessed, black, and beautiful. There you go. There you go. There you go. So we're asking, have you ever sent a picture to somebody and you didn't get the reaction you wanted? So, no, I have not. But my husband, I guess he was feeling this stuff and sent me a pic last week. And I responded, he look ashy. Mm-mm. He ashy, baby. He need lotion. Go to work with him or something. And what, did, not and what did he reply back? He just sit back the whole laughing face across the screen. And you should have told him, ain't nothing funny. Go eat you some goddamn jerkies. <laughs> Oh, some goddamn he gold was dry. Look, he looked dehydrated or something. He had just got oh. out of the shower. Dang. Not dehydrated. He thought he got out moisturized. It was it was doing you a favor. I know. He did. You know, you first got out of the shower, you feel your best. <laughs> he thought okay. he was. He thought he was fresh. Yeah. Dang. Well, I just want to take a moment and say I love y'all. I listen to y'all every morning. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep pushing forward. We appreciate you, Queen. Thank, Thank you, Mama. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. We're asking. One of our producers, he's a little overweight. He's Could you stop a, saying a, naked a little picture to his girlfriend. Could you stop saying so what's a little? What's the correct term? A lot overweight. <laughs> All right. Okay. He's a lot overweight. Yes. He sent a naked to his girl, and his girl didn't uh, 
give him the reply that he wanted. He was kind of embarrassed. So we're asking, has that ever happened to you? Have you ever sent your significant other a picture and it didn't hit like it was supposed to? And let the record discuss, show. The record. Let the record mm-hmm. show, though. He came in this room and wanted to do this topic. And when he said what Correct. he said to us, when he said, yo, <laughs> I sent the nude. First thing I said was, why would you ever do that? I mean, if the person's already seen you naked in person, like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I feel like a horrible person sitting next to you today. You don't got no word to poly well, stuff. Let's discuss. We'll, call, we'll take your calls when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder, 
But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 1051. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. <laughs> Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking about one of our overweight producers. There you go. Uh, he sent a naked picture to his uh, girlfriend, and he didn't hit like it was supposed to. I guess he, you know, expected, you know, flowers, hearts, and he got the throw-up emoji. Yeah, the, the, he was green, the, green, the green emoji with a person is like, like, like they got something in their mouth. Y'all do have it hard, though, because men can't send the photo to the group chat and be like, y'all, look at this first. Like, girls can do that. Y'all do that to each other? I mean, it depends on it depends on how crazy the photo is. But yeah. girls can do that. I just thought about that because uh, why would he do? Why would he send that? Why would he send that? He didn't have no, no inner voice, no friends. Yeah, no. no inner voice, no friends, <laughs> man. It's the same inner voice that tells him go to the fridge, go to the fridge, go to the fridge. Yo, more, shut up, man. More, more. Don't listen to that voice. Let's go to the phone lines. What's wrong with man? Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Hello, who's this? I'm Kaya. Oh, gee, I'm so excited. Kaya. Hey, Kaya. Kaya. What's happening to you? Kaya's Good morning, y'all. I listen to y'all every morning. Thank you, Kaya. Um, But, so, the worst response I've ever gotten was none. Like, I sent news to my baby daddy, and he was like, well, I see you every day. Like, it's not special. Damn. God damn. Damn. That's, that's, that's Wait, horrible. So, he, he responded, I see you every day, or he didn't say anything? He didn't say anything. So, when I seen him in person, he was like... Uh, like yeah, I seen him. I was like, did you see my pictures? And he was like, yeah, I seen him, but I see you every day. Girl, no. <laughs> That's the, 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 y'all still together? 
Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, not great. at all. <laughs> let, let, let me tell you something, Queen. But, I, I, I was, I'm glad that you said y'all not together no more because what I was going to tell you is you just wasn't one of his favorites because... I was about to say I've that. Seen Avengers, no, I'm gonna tell, I've seen I've seen Avengers Endgame a million times. I've seen Boys in the Hood a million times. I've seen Lion King a million times. Every time Ricky gets killed, I get the same feeling. <laughs> Every time Mufasa gets killed, I get the same Literally. feeling. Every time, you know, uh, 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 Falcon mm-hmm. says cap on your left, I get the same feeling. I'm excited. I'm happy to see it. I'm like, ooh, if he ain't giving you that, he tired of that movie. You ain't oh, one no, of that. No, no, not at all. He was over it. Okay, wow. yeah. I'm so glad you made it out of that situation. Was it a good nude? Like, was it like the angles was hitting and all that? Because just in case. Yes, okay. I thought it was good. Go I on, got sis. that belly down. I'm proud of you. Like, no, baby. I'm proud of you. That After the baby's got the belly down, sent the nude. You know, th- sometimes these men don't know what they got. It's okay. Have you hired more? We send the same nude to somebody better. True. Oh, oh, other people like other people love it. Love that so for you. It's okay. Have you he hired, just have you, the one. Have you hired more security for your club? <laughs> you, gotta, you, you gotta hire more security for your club because you just can't have people shooting your club up. You right? said no. Literally, literally, no one's no one's shooting up that club no more. That's right. You need to be proper pat downs from now on before you let people in your club. <laughs> proper pat downs. That's right. Have a blessed day. Metal detectors in your laundry you is crazy. Yo. You gotta have them. Hello, who's this? Who? Who? All right, brother. Now you you sent a picture to somebody that you didn't get the reaction you wanted. Yeah, man, I didn't get the reaction I wanted, man. It was actually uh, kind of weird for me. What'd you send, bro? What happened? Basically, you know what I'm saying? I'm like two, two, 225, you know what I'm saying? Slim fat, you know what I'm saying? How tall are you? Said, How, tall are you? Photo, How tall are you? How tall are you? How tall are you? Oh, six. Six. Oh, yeah, you ain't that big. No, you're not that big, bro. Exactly. But I ain't the same people. Yeah, you like, you like the new Tahoe. Like how the, the new Tahoe look? The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, new Tahoe. You should make that your Instagram bio. The old region. Yes, sir. Now, what happened now? You sent the new... Yeah, I sent, I sent, I sent it. Her reaction was, "Oh, that's sexy. I like it." What's the problem? Yeah. The problem is, I know you lying. <laughs> like you, like, like we've been, we been, we been messing around with each other for a minute now. So for you to just lie to my face like that, I can't believe nothing. Oh man, you know you dealing with imposter syndrome, King man. She clearly likes you. You say y'all was messing around, so she clearly likes likes messing with you. And you sent her a news, she finds you sexy. She finds you attractive, man. She got more confidence so, than you. So women like the dad bod? Yes. She might like yours. What, what angle so what did you did send her? What did you like? What was the angle? Oh, you know, I had my duck face side for on board. She got more confidence than you than you got in yourself. Okay. She got more confidence in you than you got in yourself, man. You need to believe in yourself the way she believe in you, man. You sexy, King. Charlamagne, I want you to say that to him one more time. Tell him again. He's sexy, King. You got to believe in yourself. Envy, you about me. be jealous a little and, bit. And, and by the way, she likes what she sees. That's all that matters, brother. There you go. Oh, y'all still together? Y'all still Charlamagne, tell me something. Shut up. I ain't talking to you. Y'all still <laughs> together like Lauren just asked? Uh, we engaged. Oh, y'all engaged? How long y'all been engaged for? Mm, a couple months. Oh, okay. Man, you winning, man. You right. winning. Where you, where you at? Where you yeah, living you at? Are, brother. Hey, Sam, man. Oh, you in Houston? Yeah. Oh, you winning, man. Y'all got you a nice two-bedroom somewhere. You probably got you a Hellcat. You know what I mean? He got a backyard, too. <laughs> Y'all living life. You got a backyard. Mm-hmm. You got your fiance. Mm-hmm. Live, King. Well, yeah. <laughs> Live, King. All right, brother. Have a good weekend, man. Be crazy, ain't All right. <laughs> Your response. Charlamagne, tell me something, man. You just told that man he's sexy. Tell me something. Man, shut up. Lauren, what we got in the room report? Listening to this. Nope, nope, don't tell me something. I, I, I want to hear something. I, yeah, I, I want to hear something on this Friday. It, I, it was on my paper that I can't proceed until you tell Envy something. Something. About how sexy he is. Lauren, look. Look, Lauren. 
Did Look, you put your lip? Did you gloss your lips? Call, call the police. What just happened here? <laughs> call the police. Lauren, call the police. The Lauren. level of like. Lauren, call the police. Why am I calling the police? You see this man? <laughs> what did he do? Mm, he made me feel uncomfortable. I'm sure. Yo, I'm we sure you started. We do. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go to speaking of uh, uncomfortable situations and sometimes comfortable. Usher's Las Vegas residency. You know that had oh, a no, lot of. Oh no, lying. Hold up. We got past dogs coming up. Oh, we don't. Oh, that's right. You that's know what? Right. That's right. You we know come, what threw you oh, off damn. is it's the sexy. It was not no sexy. Yeah, right. once you start calling okay. people sexy, what threw me off is you don't have my back, right. and you seeing this man sexually harass me, Lauren. Okay. Well, that is not. True. I had your back when he put up the five fingers, and you were here for a moment, traumatized. Yes. And now I think you know you're sitting it back his way. That I, is not you know, true. It's equal. Nope. I'm that an equal true. opportunist. Nope. We got past the ox coming right. up next. When we come back, past the ox. That's right. Now let Simone be joining us. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Go. Go. For past the ox with DJ Nyla. What's up, Nyla? What's up, Envy? What's up, guys? Hey. Hello, Nyla. Happy Simone. Friday. So today I'm gonna start with a joint off of Quavo's project. I'm sure you guys already talked about it. But um Patty Cake featuring Takeoff. Patty Cake, Patty Cake, Baker's man. Roll them up, roll them up, fast as you can. Drop on the clues bombs for takeoff. Okay. What was that that you did at the I didn't end? know where I you was going. Like, that's patty cake. Yeah, we know, but why? That's what you do when somebody says patty cake. Y'all never played patty cake of as children? Of course you played patty cake. Oh, yeah. Why was you playing patty cake? Why did you say it there? Because the song is called patty cake. Oh, okay. Are y'all this in- ignorant? <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> no. All right. That flow was a little ignorant, though. That's what was ignorant. Takeoff got busy, but I mean, come on. We all know Takeoff's the best rapper in the world. Always has been. Yeah. It's not new. Yeah. I told him that when he was alive here on Breakfast Club. Oh, you're saying you didn't wait till... Didn't wait till he passed away. Let him know when he was alive. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. All right. Next, I'm going to go with Mick Jenkins. He just dropped the project, too. And I didn't get to listen to the full project, but so far, I really like this joint with J.I.D. called Smoke Bird Dance. Okay. That's all. I know it's not very radio, but it's it's more like lo-fi rap, but good rap. What is lo-fi rap? What that mean? You never heard lo-fi? Uh-uh. Lo-fi is just like, it's like moody or slow tempo. Gotcha. I feel like it's for the creators, too. For sure. For the cool kids. And the weed smokers. Mm-hmm. He's, he's yeah. so out of Charlemagne's range right now. <laughs> he, but he liked it, no, though. No, you still on the patty cake. That's right. What's wrong with patty cake? <laughs> Ain't nothing. against patty cake. Nothing, nothing, double nothing, Dutch against, nothing wrong oh, with it. Oh, y'all had a traumatic shot. I'm actually oh, no, great what? at double dutch. I will, what? We'll run you into the ground with the double dutch. Get the ropes. You, you Can job. you double dutch? No. Oh. He can only do patty cake. That's why I did it. But I feel like Envy, you might be able to double dutch. You got mad daughters. I can double dutch, yes. Yay. I put it on my Instagram. I can double dutch. I get busy with it. I can okay, spin and do everything. Yes, I can. Don't blame that on his daughters because I got four daughters. Envy was double dutch. I know, dutching. but they're not big. Envy was double dutch in Queens as a kid. All right? Envy was a little not, nine-year-old little boy. Around the he way, saw girl. them girls out there. He was like, let me get in. He jumped right in with them. Okay? Don't blame that on his daughters. When, when your girls get a little bigger, they're going to teach you how to double dutch too, I'm sure. But lastly, I'm going to go with this artist named Alex Molly. She's out of Brooklyn. She's an independent artist. And she just dropped a project called Trust the Process. And she does like a combination of reggae, R&B, rap. She can do it all. Here's Alex Molly. They don't know. She usually like does that. like a okay. lot of ballads. So I like this because it's more upbeat. That like, makes me want to like... You know, Where's she from? The summertime. Yes. She's from Brooklyn. Okay. Well, summertime's almost over, Lauren. Uh, you oh. always try to bring me back inside. <laughs> <laughs> you literally I'm have been insane. like the leader of the... <laughs> Come on back inside. Fall is a couple in the more heat. weeks. Fall is in a couple weeks. And I, I, I will, I will, I'm gonna walk back in. Okay. But in the meantime, 
You can enjoy this for a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, we're here. You go. He but can't help dancing. but be a dad, hey. man. He always hey. wants to regulate, hey. and it just be so unnecessary. Hey, hey. even hey. your hey is hey. like the old head. You got hey. look with the cup. Hey. Go ahead with the cup. Hey. It's the uncle. Hey, hey. Mm-hmm. I am big uncle. Okay. You, you do have yeah, big uncle energy. Big it's just, energy. It's, it's there. You definitely are. But make sure you guys um, tap into the Pass the Ox playlist. You can get it by following me on Instagram at Nile Simone. Click the link in bio. And um, yeah, the live show will be happening September fifteenth. Hey, headline by Friday. Whose album drops next Friday on the twenty fifth? So it should be a vibe. And then I'm also doing this event with Earth Gang um, in the Lower East Side next Friday as well. So if you guys are available, I have that on my page too. So September fifteenth, Path the Ox Live Friday is gonna be there. Yeah, Day's gonna be there. Yeah. Okay, who else? That's it so far. I have two other people. I don't want to overly stack it. I'm okay. trying to figure it out. But it's gonna be open mic. So if you guys want to come. Sign up, get some bars off, and then we'll have our headliners in between the open mic. You got an RSVP or something? Do you listen to the open mic people before they go up? Or is it just like, no, it's straight come shoot open your mic. shot? Oh, wow. And yeah, okay. it's shoot your shot. God bless you. You're making me nervous now. Mm-hmm. Damn, we got to get an RSVP. And Nyla, you sound sick. COVID's back up too, so we got to talk about that. I took oh, a boy. test uh-huh. already. I told y'all. Why right. are they trying to play me on air? I'm just saying. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Nyla. When we back, we got the People's Choice Mix. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Blue Beetle, the newest addition to DC Superverse, is an underdog story that follows Jaime Reyes, the first superhero in family, whether he likes it or not. Blue Beetle is playing in theaters now. Get your tickets. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Clam comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. 
from Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.